Hello everybody, today we're chatting to Mark who owns the Milkman Coffee in the old town of Edinburgh on Coburn Street. The Milkman is, it's a very, very, very popular coffee place. I reckon uh, through Instagram and so on and so forth, or maybe TripAdvisor, but if you're kicking about Coburn Street, there's always people buzzing about it. The coffee is absolutely incredible, so rightfully so. So welcome Mark who owns the Milkman. Chatting with Z. How you doing, man? You all right? Not too bad. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Yeah, dude. Let's uh, let's get into this. So, you originally set up the Milkman in 2015, right? That's right. Yeah. So, what what was the background story for it? Because you didn't come from that environment, that kind of coffee background. No, I came from a, a mixture, really. Um, way back in 2003, went travelling to Australia with a couple of friends. That's where I met Katie, my now partner. Okay, and yeah, so Katie owns... Katie owns a shop at the top of Coburn Street. Yeah. Um, it's a mixture of two brands, Miss Katie Cupcake and Elk and Wolf. So Katie came, cause she originally opened up in Coburn Street around about 2000 and... That was 2012. Right, okay, so that introduced... Well, to be fair, Katie was already... I remember she used to work on um, jewellery stalls on High Street. I think she had a, her own or whatever. And then she moved on to having her own premises. So that's that's what kind of opened you up to the old town, I guess. Yeah, yeah. She started doing, um, yeah, I was helping a lot with that as well. We started doing uh, market stalls on the Royal Mile. Then we started doing stalls throughout the festival. Cool. Um, you know the ones up at uh, St Giles Cathedral? Yeah, in the square, yeah. Yeah, setting up uh, there. Um, and then we started doing trade shows. Mm-hmm. Um, started doing some markets through in Glasgow. Um, and then, yeah, that was the sort of... That's where she started and built up, and then she got the premises at the top of the street. Perfect. So you, so back 2003, you're travelling, that's where you meet Katie. That's where I met Katie, yeah. yeah. And then what about the, you got your premises in 2015, it used to be the Toddle Inn, if I remember right. That's right, yeah. I, I remember going in there for uh, my... Uh, morning rolls. Well, I was going in there for the sweets. Oh yeah, they had a massive selection <laughs> of, um, uh, what they called the, the sweets there. I think it was the, the cola cubes I liked. Oh yeah, and, and sour, sour, sour plums for me. That's yeah. what I used to buy from there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember them. Such a nice family as well, actually. That, that used to own the toddle in. Yeah. So, so, you know, you're, tra- you're traveling in 2003, you meet Katie, but then, you know, cut many years later, you're suddenly opening up a coffee place. Yeah. And where did that idea come from? Where did the inspiration, like, you know what, I want to open up, open up a coffee place? Do you know what it was? Just the year before I opened up, I was actually, I spent a bit of time through in Thailand, of all places. Oh, cool. Um, I was at a training camp down in Phuket, just trying to get fit, clear my mind, eat healthy, uh, living a, a nice, healthy lifestyle. And, um, you know, I was kind of, at the time, I was kind of, I had finished um, a job that I wasn't really happy with. I was doing like security work um, and it was long hours, working night shifts, back shifts, day shifts, 12 hours, 13 hours, you know, long days and nights. Um, so I went there to sort of clear my mind, uh, get my headspace right. And, uh, you know, well, when I wasn't training, I found myself in uh, coffee shops. Just started like, you know, I was reading a lot and just taking notes. Um, so, yes, yeah, so you're kind of watching how things are working and happening and understanding the business. Yeah, it was just, you? it was really just, the, I kept finding myself in coffee shops a right. lot, doing this. And, and it just sort of dawned on me, like, why don't I? give this a try the environment was always so nice seeing the, the customers chat with the, the baristas yeah and they all just seemed so happy 
And that's the kind of environment that I wanted to be around. Is that a little snippet of it? Because you're in Thailand, you're 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 kind of doing this um, like a detox. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it sounds like you're in search of happiness, right? I was. Yeah. And this was the, this was an avenue for you. It was. Yeah. Amazing. Dude, that's, that's incredible. That's fantastic. Yeah. Because I mean, you know, I think your work is really important in your, your life, you know, and you want to do something that you enjoy and it gives you a bit of happiness. And so then cut to 2015. Um, you find the premises. Uh, you've got a, it's a great shop, yeah. great location. It's near the bottom of Coburn Street on the right hand side, just up from Waverley. And you went about refurbishing. So just to, just to give folks an idea that you've gone for, it's, I would say, the outside, you've gone back to the bare bones. You've kind of revealed old signage. Yeah. I actually remember you, you know, on a daily basis, kicking about Coburn Street, and every day you were out there with your chisel, just taking off layers yeah. and layers and layers of paint. Yeah, uh, it felt like such a to. slow process, but every single chip of paint that yeah. came off, it was yeah. like revealing such nice you know, parts of the you know what that is? That's true love, man. <laughs> <laughs> to give that much time and dedication. Well, you remember what it was like. I mean, it was a, it was a, a really um, nice shop. But yeah. it, it, when we went in, um, it was in, you know, everything had been stripped back and it mm-hmm. was in quite a mess. Yeah. Um, you know, the roof was falling apart. The floor was falling apart. The, it, was, it was a lot of work was needed. Totally. But I always see that as being a, a, a blessing because you can you can just basically strip it and then make it the way you want it. And that's that's exactly what you've done. So give us a, a, a an idea of what, you know, what kind of design you've gone for. Well, I the, because we're in the old town and the, you, you know Coburn Street, there's so much like interesting buildings, there's so much history. I really just wanted to bring that out. When I went in there, I seen all the sort of quirky angles and shapes of the shop. And I just I started like getting a vision of, you know, where I could put certain seats shelves, benches, where I could have the bar. Um, so it was in my head, but I don't think anybody else was seeing it. Everybody mm-hmm. was coming in and saying, well, you know, I think it's too small. Mm-hmm. Like, how, how are you going to put seats there? Um, like, where are people going to, if they come in here, like, how are they going to exit without like bumping into each other? And it was, because it is a tiny space. Yeah, um, I, I get the impression it's, uh, you know, you can, you've got the vision, but I think you can, you can also feel it as well, can't you? Mm. You can really feel that, uh, you know, that's where the, 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 these two chairs are going to go or exactly. in that space is where there's going to be, like, it's ultimately become like a chill pad up yeah. the window. When I go to the coffee shop, if I'm sitting in, I'm always aiming to get to that window. Yeah, if somebody yeah. already there, I'm always like, oh man. That window seat is very rarely unoccupied. I mean, even when you, there's, somebody might be at the bar, you know, the, the on the opposite side mm-hmm. or underneath the sign. Mm-hmm. As soon as that window seat becomes free, you'll often see the customers jump up head towards <laughs> that, which is great because, yeah. you know, for people walking past, it's the, you're, you're oh, always totally getting customers. It gives it that atmosphere. In fact, I've seen um, many photographs uh, taken of your place and the, the common thing is, um, is uh, folk just, Minding their own business, yeah. sitting at the window, uh, whether it's at the bar or where the seats are, and yeah. just enjoying their coffee. And it makes an incredible photo because the outside of your shop does look really, really good. So I've got the backstory, and I never knew this uh, beforehand. Um, you've, you know, you've you've created this really cool atmosphere, and um, you know, on, on on social media, whether it's for Instagram or you know, Facebook or whatever else, loads of people I noticed love taking photographs of your place, yeah. and that no doubt helps you helps boost your um, your social media presence and awareness. It is quite high up in TripAdvisor. You've done really, really well. And I've always noticed that tourists are, if they're in Edinburgh, they always, you know, 
they've got their phones out and they're they're looking because they're making a point of coming to you to you know enjoy your coffee. How do you feel about that? That kind of you know where you're placed in the rankings of uh, coffee. In a, in yeah, a, I mean it's area. great. It's to be honest, it's not something I think about too much. Uh, reviews and review sites. I focus on what we're doing in areas in which we can improve and be the best we can be. Absolutely. And the the reviews, you know, will come off the back of that. And what is it that you? What is it that kind of places you? Like, what is when you're talking about being the best? What is it? What's in your mind? What is it you want to be the best at? Well, kind of the, the whole thing. <laughs> Not one single <laughs> element. Everything. But I think if you want to be, if you if you do want to have a good reputation and you want to have a successful business, staff is everything. I've always we have a lot of investment in my team, and they're the face of your business. They represent the milkman, and without a good team, you don't have anything really. So yeah, for me, number one is the staff. Absolutely. Um, you'll notice in a lot of the reviews you, you mentioned, you'll probably notice a lot of them are talking about how friendly the, the customer yeah. service were. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I completely utterly. I've always been interested. What's your take on the milkman? I'm, well, I don't know. For me, it's easy because, first of all, you're on Coburn Street. Yeah. And at that point, I was living on Coburn Street and I work in Coburn Street. So I'm always on Coburn Street. I'm, but actually, it was an easy equation because A, your coffee is fantastic. It's nice to go in. I like hanging out there. I started doing Arthur Seat Walks in the morning back in 2018. And my routine was up to, up the hills with the dog um, at stupid o'clock in the morning and then drive back to Coburn Street. I know, I know, I know I should walk it, but I'm <laughs> lazy that way. And then basically park up and go in, get a coffee. And also there's a pastry you do. It's, um, it's kind of like custard and chocolate. Oh yeah, the Pepito. Pepito. Yeah. I'll get a coffee. I'll get one of those. Yeah. And I half it. Um, and I have my coffee with that by the window if I can get that seat. And the other half I give to Randolph. Of course, I take the chocolate out and I give that other half to Randolph. And that's our treat in the morning. That's our kickstart in the morning. Okay. But really, it's the staff because I, you know, I've got to know the staff. And, you know, the, I walk in with Randolph. They're all over Randolph. It puts a smile on their face. We get a chit chat. Um, some of your staff are, uh, you know, they're, they're vegan and stuff. And we do vegan stuff at, up at the shop. So, mm-hmm. you know, but there's, there's always some sort of chat along the lines of that. And, it's just, it's nice and it's pleasant. And in the mornings, um, you know, there's a nice buzz in the place. There's people, they're coming and going, they're grabbing their coffee uh, on the way to the office. I'll bump into people. Um, Andrew Burnett that lives in Coburn Street. Yeah. I often bump into him in the morning. So it's, it's like a, a focal point, a meeting point in the morning and catching up with folks. So that's what it means for me. And uh, and I, I enjoy it. And also, Mark, I enjoy chatting to you. So there's always that as well. Thank you very much. Not at all, man. Not at all. I, Good to hear. It's great. If, uh, everybody should go get a coffee there. I'm not being biased at all. Have you have you have you thought about expanding into other parts of the town? Or yeah, we have thought about it. I think it's all just about timing. Yeah. Um, you know yourself, the timing's just got to be right. The location's got to be right. We are. We've got a little project on at the moment. Um, so can we talk about that? Yeah, we can easily talk about. It. Yeah, no problem. All right, cool. So um, yeah, I got a I got a notification <laughs> <the> pencil. <laughs> I was like, all right. So Katie's shop, uh, just uh, uh, towards the top of the, of the high street. Yeah. First of all, it's a beautiful, beautiful shop front. It is absolutely, must be the most photographed. Yeah, I say that to a lot of people. Yeah. I, I honestly think that shop front has to be up there as one of the most photographed Completely shop fronts in the whole country, to be honest. So. You know, maybe even, maybe even Europe, because it is... It is quite stunning. It's very iconic, yeah. 
It was also used in the movie The Avengers. Yeah. And uh, so they took over for... It was a month and a half, I think. Was it really? It was a little yeah. longer than A that. month and a half. Yeah, I remember when they were on the street. The hype. Hype, hype, hype. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so they took over. They made it into like a kebab shop and it was used in, in one of the scenes uh, for a little while. And it was quite incredible to see the level that they go to because they literally stripped everything out, refurbished it inside to make it look like a kebab shop. They, 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 they virtually, they, they basically turned it into a fully functional oh, they, they kebab shop. My, my, my brother Kadir and I were saying, uh, there was, we were saying, they should just keep that. Just say to them, yeah. and we'll just run it as a kebab shop. But a really kind of like Berlin style kebab yeah. shop would have been incredible. Aye, so yeah, um, go back to what we were talking about uh, with uh, future plans. You are, you're pivoting that business now. Yeah, I think it's, well, especially just now, it's quite important to adapt and change. And I think we've got quite a good concept, a good idea, yeah. which um, you'll see soon. Excellent, excellent. But I think it'll add to the street. I think it'll attract more customers to the street, which will benefit everyone, really. And that's that's massively important because Coburn Street over the years, whether it was the 60s and 70s, 80s, 90s and so on, it's always gone through gone through its phases. Of more recent, in the last 30 years, it's been the Gothic stage or it was known for the music scene. Yeah the gene scene and the Doc Martens and that kind of thing. Whereas right now we're kind of in this, we're in a time where, uh, you know, we've got, the shops have kind of moved on. There's, you know, yeah, there's, there's a few places. changes. Who's who is changing yeah, just, just now? Left, actually. And that's actually getting turned into, um, it was going to be a Scottish, uh, Scottish shop, but that's now going to be um, a place called Scran that's in, Oh arcade. yeah, is that the one that's opposite? Yeah. yeah, they've taken it on. Because their original place is in the arcade and from the street you can't see it, now they've got a shop front. So they've taken on to do an expansion at that point. But yeah, there's it's uh, shops like Time and Tide. It's a lot more kind of homeware, that kind of furniture shop. But it'll be good to kind of see a vibe. I remember uh, when FOP used to be, FOP Music used to be in Coburn Street. Man, it was incredible because FOP used to bring hordes of people to Coburn Street. A really kind of funky kind of person. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that helped our business massively. I remember when FOP shut down, actually, my mum was in tears because she was saying that, you know, that FOP is one of the reasons that we've done so well over the years is because they brought so many people and it's sad to see them go. Let's get into the idea of bringing a buzz into Coburn Street. You know, the current climate of coming into March, coming into lockdown. I've been speaking to, um, speaking to people about this, the idea of, you know, we had to close our businesses down. So with the Milkman and also Katie Shop, I guess, as well, you must have closed that down around about, Mid, mid-March? mid Yeah, it was the 20th of March. Right, okay, so yeah. on the 20th of March. And um, I take it you you got your staff on furlough as well? Yeah. Uh, were you able to tap into funding? Yeah, we were. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Right, cool, cool, cool. And that's, and that's helped you along the way? And Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's been crucial given the, the staff that support. It was absolutely crucial to, to keep them on. You know, I've got six members of staff and Katie's got two. So the furlough scheme was, yeah, it's, it's been great. Both your shops, um, Katie's shop and your shop, uh, are still closed at the moment. Yeah. And, you know, because I, I was speaking to you when I called you up uh, last week, I was you know giving you the idea of maybe open up because a lot of coffee shops have opened up and you can think about takeaway coffee. But at the same time, in the old town, so the Royal Mile in Coburn Street, even to, even right now is totally dead. Yeah, completely and utterly. And um, you know, there's the odd pe- person kind of walking about. Whereas we're up in Forest Road, and it kind of feels like a normal day today. It does yeah? It's... You know, the, the weather's incredible. The sun's out. People are out and about. Mind Forest you, this Road's... is the first the first day of restrictions being lifted. I suppose. Well, yeah, it's the first day of restrictions <laughs> being lifted, but. You know, I, I think... Has it been like this for a, yeah. for a... Yeah. I would say three weeks ago was a lot quieter. Mm-hmm. But two weeks ago, I start, I realised that it was picking up now. And uh, and this week has been a massive improvement. I think actually when the government made the announcement, 
at that point, people just eased off a little bit more yeah. anyways, which was always going to happen. Yeah. I am enjoying the buzz a little bit, but when it gets even busier, I'm going to be like, oh man, I wish it was quiet. <laughs> exactly. You never win. Yeah. So going back to that idea of, you know, for your business to, to reopen and it, for, for it to really be worth it, it would be, it'd be good to see a couple of shops open up on Coburn Street because right now nothing's open up. Yeah. Um, I don't think, yeah, I don't think there is even one open at the moment. Even just driving into the city, there is places that are open. I think cafes in certain neighbourhoods will do okay just now. They'll sort yeah, of yeah. get by. With our location, you know, we're city centre, we're in a very big tourist area. Is most of your trade from tourists? Or? A lot of our regulars are um, from the council across the road. Uh, we've got the military tattoo. We've got the two hotels and we've got, you know, the businesses on Market Street. So a lot of our um, a lot of our locals are from, from the businesses there, yeah. Um, obviously, tourism is huge just for our location. You know, oh, right next to yeah. the train station. Absolutely. Right next to the Royal Mile. So, yeah. Yeah, I think tourism wise, it's um, we're probably about Easter onwards before we can start seeing a, a relatively decent influx of tourists coming back into the old town. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, that part of the old town is really geared towards tourism. And like you said, with regards to the offices, where it's the Council of the Military Tattoo and so on. I've got a feeling that um, they're probably going to be working from home for quite a while now, I think. Yeah, yeah, at least a, a, a large percentage yeah, of them. Absolutely. Have you have you got a, an idea, like, in your head that mid-June or July, I'll probably be in there and probably be open? Are you thinking that you're going to do it yourself or with a member of staff or take a couple of people off furlough and get them in or? Well, looking at the way things are going, just sort of like evaluating how the sort of situation's panning out. I've, I've got July in my mind. I think that's going to be round about this sort okay, of time. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be, you know, there's going to be like restrictions. It's going to be um, takeaway only and we'll see how things pan out. Um, but yeah, it's, it's looking like it's going to be just initially me on my own. Cool. See how it goes. And then, yeah, introduce maybe one other member of staff perfect a little bit later yeah i guess just reopen and you know you can take yeah, we've got to see how it goes yeah, yeah take the the first little while to, to to get a feel for it and see what see what pans out we've basically been dealt quite a bad hand like everybody has yeah so it's looking at that and saying to yourself well you know what can we do in that time to to help the business in yeah, any way absolutely. shape or form mm-hmm. and this has just provided a, a that opportunity um, rather than looking at it as a, a negative or, you know, get all sort of doom and gloom about it. You know, it's a little bit of time for everybody to kind of catch up with themselves and have a reset. You were saying to me, uh, you didn't realise how stressed out you were until you stopped. Yeah, you don't really realise it, but, you know, because I um, live just um, outside Edinburgh and coming in, even on the train or driving in, you know, you've got traffic jams, you've got horns tooting, you've got people getting angry with each other. So there is a lot of like tension in the air and... um, Everyone's kind of going about their daily business, but everyone's kind of on a mission. On a mission to get somewhere and get there fast. And it's like, everybody's just work, 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 work. This week, because, you know, the weather's been incredible. I've genuinely felt like... I'm on holiday. Yeah. And and it's the it's the vibe you have within yourself, but I think it's the vibe that other people are giving as well. Everyone's really chilled. Everybody's yeah, everybody has to be to their chilled out. It's a it's a horrible situation. You've just got to make the best of it. Um so going back to the milkman and still keen for opening up another place. There could be a possibility there's gonna be available commercial properties. hundred percent. I would love the business to expand, but as I said, it's just all 
timing and uh, I think location is huge. Yeah. Um, it's got it's got to be the right the right space. Um, it's got to be something that I'm passionate about. It can't just be a square. So it's not it's not a numbers thing for you. Like you know, we, we could just open up there, it'll be fine, and we'll make some money. No, I just I wouldn't feel passionate about that. It's got to be the, the space has got to be you know I've got to be really passionate about it and want to be involved cool. and like hands on with it. Totally. And do you think the milkman would it would it be another milkman or do you think it'll be a different brand? Well, I'm always I've always got these ideas in my head, and I get once I do one thing, I'm like, oh, but this might be a good idea, and this <laughs> might be a good you know, so. I suppose, again, if I if I, I look at somewhere and I think, you know what, this would make this would fit well mm-hmm. with that brand, then yeah. But you know, it might be nice to have a change as well. Just work on something completely different. I'll keep an eye out. What's your uh, what's your handle on Instagram? The Milkman Coffee, I believe. <laughs> the Milkman Coffee, yeah. <laughs> Some really cool photos up there as well. And there's uh, quite a few photos of Randolph in there too, actually. So definitely, definitely worth a look. Uh, Mark, thank you so much for coming on, uh, for giving us your time and uh, a little insight into your business and, you know, what's been happening in lockdown. You've been nice and chill. Uh, nice to hear the backstory to to you as well. Kind of like, you know, that idea of searching for yourself and then coming back and being like, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And you've thank done you. it and you've done it really well. Cheers. So thank you very much. You. Thank you. Um, good luck to you in the future, man. And uh, no doubt we'll catch up at some point. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much. Cheers for your time. Thank you. Cheers. Right. Cheers, man. Bye. Chatting with Z.